Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Husker fans. Welcome to the Husker Football Fan Podcast. Go Big Redcast crossover episode. Part two. Part two. Part two. Part two. I'm Mike Harvat. I'm Justin Swanson. I'm Honky. I'm Boomer. And here we are. <laughs> yep. I feel like we've been talking about doing this for a while, back when the season was happier. So Yeah, there's a there was a point where we said, you know, we'd do it probably after the season because then we'll have this whole bowl game and championships and everything oh, in, yeah. in review. And then as the year went on, we're like, why don't we just do it in the bye week? Cause yeah, it's kind of like we're in the ultimate jerseys. At some point, you just got to get it in the way the season's <laughs> going. So let's, yeah, we better get this off. Plus, I mean, what else would there be for us to talk about this week? Um, I, I just think of our most recent episode, and we need something that's lighter fare uh, to, to show up in our feed as quickly as possible. <laughs> I don't know how you We guys... kind of had an existential crisis. I think you guys, you guys, they did the mailbag angle, which was nice and... Therapeutic. Not, not, yeah, therapeutic. I was going to say not depressing. Yeah, whenever, uh, whenever we don't know what to talk about, we just do a mailbag thing where yeah. people send us questions and... And that's our way of coping. We did after the Colorado game as well. So mm-hmm. this has been a season of, of some gut kicks. I, I can still talk positively about future and, and future tense and frost and everything that we're doing. I have all the positive scarlet colored glasses, you know, that I, I had at the beginning. That would be. Ooh. But that doesn't mean that the, these first nine games haven't been a, a kick in the gut. And they have been. Multiple kicks in the gut. Multiple kicks in the gut. It, just nothing... If we could have something go wrong, we find ways to have it go wrong. In the last game against Purdue, the the pieces of the game that we've talked about that you have to do well at turnovers and special teams and penalties and all that. Yeah, field position. Field position. We won all those yeah, things. Yeah, we did the right things. Yeah. We did the right things. And then, Mike, Boomer, what was your word that you used? Incongruity? Yeah, it, that'll work. Yeah, incongruity. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. Basically... <laughs> Basically, your point was that we just have never been able to find a way to put all of the things right at the same time together. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why, but what you're describing, the mental image I get is like Frost bought somebody's used car, and he's going to get new parts for it soon enough. But like right now, he's in that mode where as soon as he changes out one thing, something else breaks, and he's like, no, no, trust me. There's really good potential in this car, but... It's going to take some time, you know, and, and I think that... More than he thought. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's kind of like Cooter working on a, the General Lee, and, you know, he jumps it, <laughs> and everything's going great, but then that's the first quarter. But then, you know, we land and hit something, and, you know, the right wheel falls <laughs> off. And so, you know, we... Don't even still... get us started on the third quarter. Oh, I know. I mean, so we're... Yeah. I have a question about the third quarter. I don't know where I'm going with the rest of that, so... <laughs> You're just a big Dukes of Hazard fan, kids. That's that's what it was. I'm wearing my Daisy Dukes, yeah. <laughs> wow, Stay seated behind the desk so I don't have to see your <laughs> We got pants for radio. 
<laughs> so the last time we got together, uh, we did record a, a little bit of content that didn't quite make the cut. Um, Just a good amount of content. We, we don't need to. We don't There's need no to fingers pointed on the radio. <laughs> yeah. I point the thumb. <laughs> uh, we we had a, a data loss. Um, and so part of our conversation was lost. So we're just going to strike that conversation up again this time um, because I've completely forgotten everything we talked about except for the topic, which is where did we come from? How, how did we get our start? Because, uh, we, you know, the Husker Football Fan Podcast, we have our own story. Go Big Redcast, you guys have your own story. So I guess I'll, I'll pitch it to you guys. Um, where did the idea of, hey, let's start a podcast come from, and how'd that get started? Well, essentially it came from a drunken boast in a bar in China is the easiest <laughs> way to explain this. Okay, I actually yeah. do remember this. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, essentially it was one of our other uh, Redcast associates, Dave, our uh, lead guy, straight man there on the whole show. Um, him and our producer, Skip, I believe, um, I can't remember if they were in Hong Kong or Shanghai. Or, Shanghai. I would have said Guangzhou. We'll just kind of split the difference between the two. And uh, they were drinking at a bar there, and the discussion had arisen that, you know, about how we always talk about Husker sports and, and just enjoy it among ourselves. And Honky Dave and I, we've had email chains going on for years. I'm sure various IT people at our various employers over the years wondered if we actually worked as opposed to <laughs> shot emails back and forth. And uh, Skip, you know, volunteered his services to be able to, you know, put a podcast together because, you know, we like doing stuff. We're also very lazy, so yes. quite unlikely to do that ourselves. And you know, one thing led to another, and we just kind of made a go of it. So. And it should be noted, they were drinking in China at like three in the morning because it was Thanksgiving weekend, and Nebraska was playing Iowa, and they were watching it at like three in the morning. Oh, right. nice! So Thanksgiving is very big in China, so it's okay. That, that yeah. too. <laughs> so, anyways, it, yeah. When when Skip said that he would start to produce it. That was all it took for us, because yeah. we're like, oh, well, then we don't have to do anything. Sure, yeah, we can just talk. That's fine. How about you guys? Uh, I think it was a, a text conversation during a game. Um, mm -hmm. For for years, I mean, Justin and I, uh, um, our, our, our friendship was kindled by a mutual appreciation for DC Talk, but it was not short. It wasn't, it wasn't long after that that we were uh, talking about Husker football, and Justin's family had season tickets growing up and he would take me to a couple games here and there in middle school and high school and um so since then that's kind of been like a common thread for us uh, uh maintaining the relationship as he went away to chicago for for several years for school and um now back in lincoln um i stayed in omaha the whole time but we'd be texting emailing zanga-ing about that's good football. I don't know. My spacing. Yeah, they're <laughs> live journal. Um, well, I feel like about six years ago, uh, some friends of mine had started a movie podcast, hmm. a film review, and I thought this right. was really fun. And I was thinking, man, it'd be fun to do some sort of podcast. I studied journalism, as did Honky. Yep. No, no journalism here. No. I didn't really study the battles, but, but <laughs> you got a degree in it. You got a degree in it. And it was and I kinda of had an itch for to do something like that and but just didn't know what or with who and then as I'd been thinking about that for a little while, Mike texted during a game and said, this might be a crazy idea, but I think we should start a, a podcast. Yeah, and it's actually something that I had been thinking about for a while, but then, like, right around the time that I wanted to, like, do it, the football season started, and so it's kind of like, well, I I got to wait a year because, because there, nobody well, there launched was a, the podcast in the middle of the season. There was a, a, a podcast you used to listen to that quit. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, way back in the day, Husker Game Day. 
Um, and they like protozoan era, yeah, like Jurassic era, podcasts. super early on. Um, and they they actually still have a Twitter account with like forty thousand yeah. followers or something. Yeah, so that that used to be a podcast. Yeah, be an early Oscars Game Day podcast. Okay, um, and. Uh, and yeah, I really loved listening to their stuff, and that kind of faded. And I think also there was Husker Locker or something like that. That also faded. And so at the time, it felt like there actually weren't a lot of Husker podcasts. There except weren't. for former quarterbacks would start one and <laughs> get six episodes former in. Former offensive linemen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I, I texted Justin, and it was actually right around the time that my brother had just launched his Star Wars collecting podcast. And I was like, my brother beat me to it. All right, it's time to start making plans. And so that's... I think we, yeah, I think we plotted for like a year. Yeah, yeah, for a while. I, well, I mean, most of that season, and then we were ready to launch with the... Uh, we have like, we still have founding principles and like core values. <laughs> well, We've got so, a document somewhere. So, yeah. yeah, we have no values. No, but no, 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 no. <laughs> we have documents, though. Yeah, we just... <laughs> um, let me ask you, if you knew... Because you guys are a couple years older than us. We were the, the, first, show. the first. We started right as Bo was at the door. Yes. So you you were there for the entire Riley era. We talked about oh, that wow. the last time. And we were both kind of talking about how few of wins we had been able to talk about yeah. you know, on our respective shows. Having said that, if you knew back in 2015 what the next four or five years would, go, would be like on the field, would that have changed your guys's? interest in doing this that's a heavy question Alec. that's a really good question i the first thing that comes to mind is i think that it is kind of a neat time capsule just for like the sake of like not that anybody's going to be coming to us for us for us can't talk us for husker history mm-hmm. um but to be able to look back at that and say like here here's what it was like to be a fan during those days mm-hmm. um but I also think that maybe it's kind of also helped me maintain mm. being a fan and being interested mm. in Husker football um, because I think back to when I was in college and the Callahan era, I was starting to check out for a while. There mm-hmm. were a few, like until Bo came back into the picture, I think there were there were times where I was not even watching some games occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to tell where I would have been emotionally and interest-wise, like in <laughs> yeah. year two and a half of Riley, you know? I, I take great pride in the fact that we were at least there for the last year of Riley. Like, <laughs> like we're going to win national titles under Frost. Street, you're well, I'm Husker fans. Yeah, I'm completely convinced we're going to win national titles <laughs> under Frost at some point, right? It's not happening plural, this year. Plural, plural. Plural. Oh, yeah, tons of them. He's, he's got to be here for 25 years, so there's plenty of chances. <laughs> but the good news is no one can say that we just jumped on the bandwagon. We're we, were there, right. we were there for a Riley year, too. But I'll tell you what. To your point there, Mike, about how like it, you have to the, – the, the podcast helps you stay yeah. involved. Like, we're starting this year to do some rapid reaction shows. Mm-hmm. And we haven't done it every week. Sometimes life and things happen in the middle of it. But, like, we did one just last week for, for Purdue. That's tough to do. But it's therapeutic for me. Like, I called Boomer and Dave yeah, and said, I want to do it. They, they could have cared less if we did one. I wanted to just <laughs> talk it out. Yeah. And whether we, we recorded it. We felt it would be good for Honky to do so yeah. at the time. Yeah. Whether we recorded it or not, I just needed to talk yeah. about it. Because I'm like, and then... I felt more engaged about it. I, I, I have a better take on the game because of it. I'm a 
smarter fan, I think, because of the, us doing the show, like actually having to look stats up and caring about things I never used to, like stats and numbers and analytics and smart people things that Boomer's all about. Um, yeah. I definitely feel better at the end of most of our recording sessions. It's therapy. Uh, yeah, I definitely start out down. I, the last year of Riley, I think we said this last time, the last year of Riley, we started one episode with, instead of our theme, with Mozart's Requiem. Oh, right, yeah. right. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're right. But I was going to say, for, for you guys having the final year of Riley be your year run, that was probably, I mean, your year one, that was probably some kind of a, at least in terms of, of doing a podcast, pretty fun and exciting to to ride all of that craziness as the season went on. Probably not the first half of the season, but once people started getting fired and <laughs> Northern, rumors abound. Uh, yeah, the Northern Illinois game was so easy. It was so predictable what was going to happen at that mm. point. Once we were yeah. one and two and we lose in Northern Illinois, okay, the, this is officially <laughs> yeah. the, the end, the death nail of that program. By Thursday, that's when Eichhorst was fired, and we did our first ever rapid reaction was that night, <laughs> just talking about the athletic director. And then, you know, what, and it was kind of a fun chance to talk about the program from a bigger sense. What do we need uh, with the next athletic director? And we even mentioned a guy like Remington at the time. We talked about we need somebody that maybe is just a Husker dude. It's been so long since we haven't had Husker people in charge, and even getting Remington to come back for a month. And just feeling like you had somebody that cares about the program. Mm. And he's not the long-term guy, but he's someone that's going to bridge us until we get this next guy. And then Moose comes in and says and does all the great things and, and gets the gets the big hire. Um, and then all you have to do is just start winning, you know, double-digit games every year and we're great. Well, here we are two years later and we're we're still waiting for double-digit <laughs> wins. No, 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 we have hit double-digit no, we've only hit eight wins since. Good lord, we have <laughs> two four yeah. two four win season so far. Yep. See, there. math is not my. Never was. You never claimed it. You, was. Got, the, you yeah. got there. You got there though. I did. <laughs> you got there. I'm proud of you. It's like a word puzzle. There's some Twitter GIF that has like a, you know, like numbers and. Did you just say GIF? He says GIF too. He says GIF too. You people. GIF. I'm on team GIF. GIF. I think I self-consciously say GIF a lot because I know that people will make fun of me. The culture has spoken. If we're but the creator talk, said GIF. If we're going to talk about the English <laughs> language as being this like constantly evolving thing, right? You don't say words the way they were spoken 200 years ago. They're part of the nomenclature. What about words that were created two way? years ago? What about Cool Whip? GIFs have been around for a while. <laughs> I don't know if I would say that I would can say whether or not I'd want to do it, but it certainly has redefined mm-hmm. what it means to be an Oscar fan for me. Honestly, I, this is well documented from our last episode, I was so mad after the Purdue game, and one of the things that I was like angry about is like, we've been doing this thing for five years, and we still have a crap <laughs> product on <laughs> the field to talk up, about. Yeah. I'm so tired of it. <laughs> Maybe halfway, guys. Yeah. But yeah. just like, there's somebody that does a Rutgers podcast out there that's been saying this since 1869 or so. So I mean, yeah. it could be worse. Ye oldie yeah. podcast. Yep. I feel like I feel like the culture in for those types of teams is like totally different than what we're working with. Here. Yeah, we had like, a- obviously like you you know that, but like. There's there we we have this sense of eventually that we're not the Cubs we're not we're gonna, losers yeah we're gonna turn that corner at some point mm. uh, whereas I think that there's other people who just kind of feel like it's their lot in life to support talk, a team that's gonna lose. We talked to a beat reporter for Rutgers a few years ago and he was really knowledgeable and passionate, but it was you know, it was a different road for them. I'm a full five years minimum away from being 
you know, too concerned about how crazy yeah. long this has been. I mean, we've been bad, not bad. We've been yeah, not we've been at our level for 15 years. Sure. Now, in that 15-year span, so 15 years takes you back to Solich being fired. Yeah. Solich is the end of a 41-year 40, era where we don't have a losing season. We go to the bowl games every single year other than 67 and 68. I mean, that is the, that was the death nail of that entire era, the, the Devaney, Osborne, Solich era. So in 15 years, we've won a bunch of nine-win seasons. We've had some 10-win seasons. We've made it to, I believe, was it four uh, conference championship games in those 15 years? Didn't win a single one of them. But, you know, I mean, so it's not it's not the worst thing. It's not, honestly, Boomer's our, our historian. It's not the 1940 to 1962 era, yeah. yep. you know, of, of every year being four and eight. So it, I'm not. trying to put things in perspective. Well, I just read, <laughs> I just saw a tweet the other day, you know, some Oklahoma guy throwing shade at Nebraska. And I'm like... Okay, in 1988, Switzer leaves. You guys go on probation, and you didn't have a whole lot to talk about from 88 yeah. to, to 99. Yeah, ask, ask Frost about his games against yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the not first, even competitive in the first quarter. I've been to two games in Norman. I went to 96, 1996. We won 76 to 20 or something. I went down, and got like a soda, in, in the third quarter, and came up, and we scored two touchdowns <laughs> while I was gone. And then we went in 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bo's first year, and we were down 35 oh, nothing at the. At the I was the I was there for that one. Yeah. And we get done with that game, and we're talking with some Oklahoma fans who were super cool. We were tailgating in an RV lot. We we brought an RV. It's a whole separate story, but but uh, we rented one, took it down there, eight Clark, and we were talking with these fans, and they get done with the game. They're like, "Oh, we're sorry, and we apologize, you know, that you got blown out so bad, and, you know." But you guys will turn around. We're like, "Damn, right, we will." <laughs> we're Nebraska. The next year we beat them. Mm-hmm. You know, we, yeah, we yeah. beat them ten to three. I think it was. It was the first yeah. game in the Stoops era where they didn't score a touchdown, and so. My point right now is it's been a rough 15 years. It hasn't been all down. It hasn't, you know, we've been close at times. And right now we have the right guy in place. We have the right leadership in place. And the wrong thing to do right now is a bad move. Mm -hmm. We made a good move two years ago to get this guy in here. And it's painful to go through this stuff right now. But I think if people just, it's hard, it's hard to tell people to be patient because they're thinking 15 years 15 years of patience. Frost had nothing to do with those first 13. Yeah. Frost is trying to take, you know, get rid of all and, those and bad You know what? Feelings. The leadership even above Frost is great. I mean, do you think about mm-hmm. what Moose has done in his time here? And you even think about his comments at the pre, uh, pre-season uh, conference media days where he's like, well, I hope we get six and six. And we're all like, this guy. <laughs> and now we're like, he knew. <laughs> Moose knew. He he's smart. <laughs> Maybe he's having Frost tank a few games to make sure we're six and six. Oh, yeah. oh now yeah. Scott, really, yeah. remember my prediction, yep. Scott. Make it look good. You know, we have your, a, your performance review is coming up. So. <laughs> we have 155 million reasons, you know, to be optimistic as Husker football fans right now. This program, it's not like we're going away just because we're winning four games a season right now. The fan interest is is every bit as high. Um, you know. We're in, we are impatient for all the right reasons, but I mean we're going to have facilities that are tops in the country here in <laughs> a couple years. For at least five years. For yeah. at least five years. Well, until. I'm just I'm just laughing because you're saying all this stuff and and you're talking about we're not going away, but I'm thinking about we've had conversations about how every year our download numbers about this time of year. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? Like yeah. I'm looking forward to the day when the day when like those start to increase as the season. I think like the holiday season, people get busy. <laughs> I know, always said we are <laughs> our shows. I, I'm sure you guys are dealing with the exact same thing we are. We are a microcosm of a of a larger yeah. Yeah. media market, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever whoever has the whatever radio show or newspaper or whatever has the biggest numbers out there. They're experiencing same the pattern. same kind of pattern that we are. <laughs> but you know what? That pattern's going to turn back around in January or February as yeah. we, as we mm-hmm. sign a bunch of guys. We, or changes in, in spring ball when, yeah. oh, you know, this is the next chance. Yeah, it's it, it's laddering up. Yeah. It would yeah. yeah. be interesting to just, like, overlay them and see if there's a point, if it's always, like, the you know, like... September 29th is Peak Husker Phantom or something, or if it depends on when the first loss comes. Well, that's the that's the thing we haven't at least had. You guys maybe you could go back to your 2016 season yeah, where we started seven and zero. We haven't had that. I mean, we've yeah. our first loss was Oregon right away in the, the first season. Our first loss last year was Colorado in the first week, and then this year is Colorado in the second week. So. It, but I'm sure you guys have experienced this too. Like, there's so many times where I feel like we're ready to explode as a fan base, and, <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and, yeah, and our yeah. red cast nation they're, that we've created. They're ready to explode, yeah. and then bam, yeah. Yeah. fizzle out. So those, those, those guys in August that go down and they go and they download every single one of your episodes ever. It's like, why did we get a download of an episode from four years ago? <laughs> this week? Oh, right. Okay, somebody is yeah. all in right now. <laughs> going to be a depressing <laughs> trip through our catalog. <laughs> it has it has been um, maybe like um, big Morrissey know. fans or something and they just like the you know the mentality yeah, yeah. of it all. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good theory. Do you like to do you go back every once in a while and just listen to a show of yours from four years ago or something just to what was going on in your head at that time? Or? Very rarely. Uh, as the guy who edits the episodes uh, usually, once I'm done editing, I don't want to listen to them anymore. So, um. <laughs> I've been editing our, this season. I've been editing ours, mm-hmm. and I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. By the time you go through that whole thing, you're so you re, you know every I know everything that Boomer says or that that <laughs> Mac says. There's little the horror clicks it in is, your yeah. voice and I'm little thing, head, certain phrases free. that people say over and over again. And and oh, I'm super aware of that for me. Mm-hmm. If I don't know how to end. Uh, a sentence I just say so. Hanging, so the hanging so. There are so many times where I've cut that off. But yep. There's still there's still like a million of them in every episode. So. <laughs> or if I'm changing subject in the middle of a sentence, I'll just say I don't know and then change to something else. I don't know. It's just, we also like to both start sentences saying all right. All right. So. Well yeah. and all right are two well, real easy. Well, welcome back. <laughs> Transition words. That's right. All right, well, so, you want to do trivia? Hey, there there it was. Transition. Sure. Seamless, really. Do you want to do do a better transition? This is the trivia time. I don't know. I thought you just did We're extremely clever, too, with our names. Uh, Boomer, I hate to give this away, his first name is Mike. And so since we have Mike and Mike in the room, uh, it's going to be the Mikes versus Just Honky. Just donkey, just donkey, Honk- just donkey, Honkton. I don't know. <laughs> Justin and Honky, we'll donkey. Just say that. What was that? Swanee, Honky, Swanky, Swanky, Swanky. I like Swanky. Okay. Okay, it's Swanky against the mics. Swanky, yeah. Swanky and the mics sounds like a band. 
I don't want to be called Okay Boomer, though. Okay, we can do that too. Okay Boomer, okay, swanky, boomer. and okay, okay Boomer. You know what? Okay Boomer and swanky. There it is. The the, the trivia battle that no one's been asking. Swimmy, swimmy, swami, Swanson. Look in the box. Swenson, Swenson, Swansonite. Swansonite. Um, okay, well, here's our, my first question. All right, question one. All right. I might feel free to ask me to rephrase because I typed this out earlier and it made sense as I typed. But So the longest punt return by a Huskers opponent this season was Trevin Sidney versus Illinois, who's an Illinois player who returned the longest punt against us all season. How long was it? A, 5 yards, B, 15 yards, C, 25 yards, or D, 35 yards? Oof. I was drinking heavily at a wedding that game. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be a blind So guess another, another way to rephrase the question is, how long is longest punt return all season against, against Nebraska? Your see. options are 5, 15, 25, and 35. I just realized I've been hiding behind my computer screen. I feel like it's mm-hmm. got to be higher than 15. <laughs> um, it's got to be higher than 5, so we could probably rule that out safely. Right, right. So process of elimination. Dare we go with C, because that's the most common answer? Yeah, let's try that. All right, C. Final answer? Do you know? Do you know? Pretty sure. Okay, what do you think it is? I think it's five. It's five! Is it really five? No one's caught I'm so glad. I felt self-doubt about that question, but that's what the stat said. (laughs) It's five yards. It's the longest punt return against us all season. Can you believe that? I couldn't remember when I was catching a punt. Yeah, and I guess you're trying to go 20 yards out of bounds. I just, I was telling my wife, like, the way I come up with these questions is I just look through stats until one surprises me, and then we have a question around (laughs) it. And that one surprised me. Okay. Honky. I feel like we should get a point because he knew. But. <laughs> but so far, all right. So score right now is OK Boomer zero. Yes. Swanky also zero. Zero, but it's like a half. <laughs> Come Actually, on. You can give us a half, and then Boomer hasn't seen any mics, so if we don't. Okay. So okay. Boomer. Okay. Boomer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. I like that. Swanky point one. Yeah. There you go. Or 0.5. <laughs> <laughs> Math is hard. That, an That'll be, that will work well for a tiebreaker. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right, so far this year, obviously that's going to be the, que- the preface for every question. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, in which game did Nebraska score the most points in the third quarter? You're not going to give us some multiple choice options? I guess there's no. nine. I would guess South Alabama, we scored 14, but they were all defensive points. Those were all, all, all non, non-offensive points were against South Alabama. Was your Alabama. question offensive or any points? Any points at all. I would say South Alabama. Well, certainly has not been since we started in the conference. Yeah. I feel like we scored a bunch of the fourth quarter against Illinois. You, uh, yeah. Okay, I, I, I'm going to go with Honky. Do you, Boomer, have a, an answer since you don't know the answer? Uh, I'll say Northern Illinois. That would be my guess. Throw that out there. South Alabama was indeed the game. So you guys get a point. Hey yo. Hey yo. This is not swanky. Okay. Name everyone who has attempted a field goal for the Huskers this season. Just kidding. Who has made the uh, I'll, I have multiple choice for you, don't worry. Who has made the most field goals for the Huskers this season? Isaac Armstrong, Lane McCallum, Barrett Pickering, or Dylan Jorgensen? Pickering. Made would be Pickering. Pretty confident in that. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How many how many field goals has everybody made? Pickering's made three. Pickering's made yep. three. You got that one. Uh, so McCown's made two. I think Pristops he made two. 
I don't. Uh, or is he? I don't know. Oh, he didn't kick. Yeah. Yeah. No. no uh, so McCallum's made two. Oh, Armstrong. Made three. Armstrong's... Armstrong has made how many? Well, I think we made what seven this year. So I guess he would have to have made two. Two. Well, how many or has? Did, or did Jorgensen? Did Jorgensen make, make any? No, I think he shanked all his. Did he? He was over one. Yeah. So good job, guys. You guys smoked that one. Yeah, Boomer's Oof. our special teams coordinator on the podcast, <laughs> except on punt return coverage. Apparently, you so, guys yeah, were but... all over that one. All right. So well, I mean, it was it was pretty bad for a while there. So, <laughs> yeah. well, I should have gone with name everyone who's attempted a field goal for the season. Would you ever remember Dylan Jorgensen? No, I would no, not I have at all. No, nope. well, that was. I mean, I, I felt like that was too hard for this. I would have thought that it good was natured Armstrong until yeah. McCallum entered the picture. So. Okay, yeah. So it's one to one and a half. Team Swanky on top. Okay. All right. Okay, Boomer. Oh, I thought you were asking no, him. No, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you ready? <laughs> team name. <laughs> All right, um, I'll give you I'll give you multiple choice on the fly here. In which game did Adrian Martinez have the best completion percentage this year? Was it Northwestern, Purdue, or Illinois? Illinois, I'm pretty sure. Certainly wasn't Purdue because he was like twenty-seven of forty-four or something. Yeah, I totally just pulled that one out of the air. So was it Illinois or Northwestern? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to say against Northwestern, we had a pretty high percentage. How much did he play versus Northwestern? He, he, get, he got hurt the last play of the third quarter. Yeah. I mean, Illinois was a, a, a good offensive game for us, yeah. but I don't know that the percentage was real high. I would think Northwestern. You think place. Northwestern? I think it's Illinois. How do we decide this? How about um, rock, paper, scissors, Spock, something? Whatever. Uh, it, we could divide our points. <laughs> no, you're gonna make it too complicated. You guys, go are, you guys are gonna win like I'll by point two. You saw how we tried to do math earlier. <laughs> I just, just I feel like that the the defense with a better defense against a better defense, we're likely to have fewer completions, lower completions. Illinois is fine. That was a big offensive game for us. Illinois. What about your answer? I'd go contrarian. You're going to attempt fewer passes against Northwestern. And mm. You had to throw for eight million against Illinois, so maybe you're less likely to complete a few of them. So, and you would be correct. It was Damn. Northwestern. <laughs> Here, let me rephrase that just to keep our our censor. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you would be correct. It's, Dang it's it. Northwestern. Um, Gosh darn. I think that him getting knocked out was yeah, to his didn't benefit. Play as long, yeah, so <laughs> where's completion good, percentage? Yeah. So what was the percentage? He was, he was thirteen for twenty. Uh, so this is sixty five percent. I think there was one other game where it was like sixty four percent. It just got edged out on Northwestern. Um, in Vedral's uh, game against uh, Indiana, he had the the highest passing percentage only, from a quarterback. Only had like so two Well, that combo yeah. of those two yeah. McCaffrey yeah. and him, it was like an eighty some yeah. percent. Completion. Yeah, he was, yep. he was fourteen for sixteen. Wow. Uh, and McCaffrey's, I think. Five for six, maybe. Yeah, they were. So right. he was sixty-four point seven percent against Illinois, and what was he against? What was that against Northwestern? Sixty-five. Yeah, <laughs> it was close. It was Split, close. Splitting hairs. Demand a recount. Uh, so, but you know who has the best passing record of all this year? Uh, uh, Probably Spielman. Yeah, Spielman's yeah, one for one. one. <laughs> but thanks to a great catch. Yeah, yeah. that's true. true. So does he get a half point or a full point? He gets a half, half point. point. Half point is the way we're doing that. Yeah. All right. All right, it's tied. <laughs> Note to self. Heated in here. Yeah. Go with uh, go with Honky next time. All right, 
So this is an SP plus based question. I don't know if you guys reference SP plus often. Not often. It's mostly yeah. it's, it's mostly like, it's well, a model of the Game yeah. Boy from the early two thousands. SP plus oh, uh, Game Boy SP plus. So my advice is just go with your gut. Like what sounds right is probably right. Okay. So it's a two part question. Oh boy. What Jeez. based on SP plus rankings? What is our best win and our worst loss this season? SP plus best win. So that's the highest-ranked opponent in SP+. They rank all teams from 1 to 130. Jeez, would it have to be Illinois? I, f- I feel like Illinois seems like the obvious one. But who else would but, be? I mean, just because they've been they've been all over the place. <laughs> uh, I feel like mm-hmm. Illinois... It's not going to be South Alabama. It's not going to be Northwestern. You know, it can't be Northern Illinois, can it? There. I was looking for Justin's react- reaction when you asked that question. <laughs> I'm, trying really to, I'm trying really hard to keep a straight face. Right um, Our best win. I'm gonna let's go with Illinois. Man. What's their record? They're not good. I don't know. I mean, neither is Illinois. Know. I haven't followed the Mac as closely as I usually do. Or should we? Or should we go with our gut? Because that's what they always say when yeah, you're you taking. Say a, go with your gut. When you're so, when you're taking a test, always go with what you first think yeah, stick of. Stick your guns. Yeah. So I'll I'll go with it. I'm gonna say Illinois. Now, do we have to answer both parts before you give us the answer? Or oh wait, yeah. What's the second well, part? I guess of the I guess Honky could give his. What's the second part what's, of the question? What's the worst loss? Oh, the worst, the worst loss. loss. So each okay, part is okay. a high point. Okay. okay. So do you want to guess your best? So would win? this be for a point two five? Yeah, it's a quarter of a point. <laughs> yeah, I, I would guess Illinois as well. You are all right. Okay. Wait, no, with your gut. Thank wait to go with your gut. Okay. Thank goodness. I said it and you did it. So that's a half point for OK Boomer. So you're at two. Like no, quarter, that's a quarter point. Oh, yeah, no. A quarter point for Swanky, so we're <laughs> 1.75. <laughs> All right. Okay, so what's the worst loss? The worst loss? I feel like it's got to be Ohio State. The team that's no, the no, worst no. that we've played? The, yeah, the worst, Connelly's SP the worst team things. that's beat us. Oh, okay. Yeah, duh. Well, it's yeah, probably going to be by points, it's the worst Ohio team State. that's beaten us. Yeah, I mean, that's Colorado or Purdue, which one would you... Who else would be worse? I have not paid much attention to Colorado. They're not good. Um, yeah, I know they haven't It's not been. Indiana. It's not Ohio State. It's not, it can't be Minnesota. I've, I also think Purdue just because that's the one that when looking at the rest of the season, I was saying this oh, one's the most geez. likely win yeah, for Nebraska. Yeah, I was trying to think SP Plus rankings. Which one would they hate more? I don't know Colorado's record. They're not good. Produces three and, three and six. Whatever, They're both yeah. three and six right now. Both three and six. Who have they beaten? I'm just Mike, put your phone down. I am looking at the schedule. <laughs> I'm looking at the schedule, so we're gonna have a visual Michael? representation of the teams. Uh, whose schedule are you looking at? Colorado's. That'd be helpful. That would, but I don't want to cheat. Don't want to cheat too much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'll let you go with your gut on this one. Colorado, or Purdue. Yeah, let's do, let's do Purdue. Purdue. I'd go Colorado. You are right, sir. Tommy ah, is right. And they lost to Air Force, and they're three and six. Colorado, shockingly bad. Colorado right? is seventy nine in SP plus. We're like, we I think we're fifty or fifty one. That's the way it went last year. Purdue is fifty five. They beat us, and then their season went to so. Crap. Dave and I were at the uh, we're at the game in Boulder. So we're tied back. We're back to two points. Sorry, <laughs> Dave and I were at the game in Boulder. We're walking out of there, and you know you're just you're walking out with your tail between your legs. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. a horrible, you know, it was a gut punch of a loss. And one of the guys that was a Husker fan that was kind of near us was yelling at some Colorado fan. They were yelling back and forth, and the Colorado fans making fun of us for losing. And the Husker guy's like, you're going to have a worse record by the end of the year than us anyways. 
<laughs> and both of their arguments are right. Because one guy, was, the one guy was you know knocking us for losing, and he was right, and then our guy was right too. Woo! All right. What a disappointing season. <laughs> Next question. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a pick three. Um, I want. I'm going to give you six players, uh, and you can tell me who are the top three. Not in any order. <laughs> We have okay. I'll just, I'll just here. You go. We have three people who have rushed with season longs of fifty yards or more for for, for the game. For total yards for, for the game. Okay, or okay. the long. No, game. no, no. The longest rush, the longest single run against us or for us. Okay, let me ask the question. Nebraska has had three players on their team run for a long of fifty yards or more in a game. Okay. So a single rush of 50 yards or more. Gotcha. Three players. Here are your options. There's six options. There are six options. Can I, I take to pick the three. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to write them down as you say that. All right. Martinez, Robinson, Washington, Vedral, Mills, and Belt. Those are the top six in a random order. Pick the top three. So okay. three of those six have a fifty-yard rush or more. Yeah. Yes. Mills, and those are the three. Those are the top six yeah. longs. Mills and Washington absolutely each had one. When was Mills? That was against like Northern Illinois. I think he took off on like a sixty-yard run. Got did caught. it? Oh, he didn't make it. Didn't make it for a touchdown, but he got caught along the right and side. You think right? Washington had a rush? Washington definitely did because he broke one out in, to the left in uh, Illinois. Illinois. I think they might have both been Northern Illinois games that I'm thinking of for the long ones. Um, but yeah. I, uh, Washington cut it out left to yeah. the left. So I don't think Belt has one. I certainly don't remember Bolt, Belt running for no. one. I don't remember Martinez running for one. Yeah. And I'm tempted to say Vedral, but I can't read. Vedral would have been... Robinson's had multiple, but I feel like they've often been shovel passes. And the same with Washington, honestly. Yeah, Washington was a handoff that he cut outside to the left. Oh, uh, yeah, because he like juked out of his knee. Yeah. And I'd be tempted to say it's... Who's the sixth guy that we're thinking of? There's there's Belt, Vedral. Was did McCaffrey? Was he one of the? No, he was Martinez not. and Robinson are Martino the ones Robinson. we haven't assigned one way or the other. So Martinez, Robinson, and Vedral we haven't. We think Washington and Mills, yes. Belt, no. Martinez, Robinson, and Vedral are the three that we're still looking at. I would say Vedral out of the three, and I'm, I'm I don't know why I'm saying that. I feel like he had a run around the outside that came down to the southwest corner. Oh, you're thinking at Minnesota. Boy, I'm thinking even Oof. Minnesota. I can't think of when Robinson has done it that had a long play that wasn't a pass. I I would I would say Mills, Washington, Vedral. I can't think of Martinez having to play 50 yards or more. I mean, last year his like first touchdown run against Colorado might have been, mm-hmm. but I can't think of one. So, Vedral, Washington, Mills, our third, fourth, and fifth leading rushers. Is that what you would are saying based on how they? Okay, yeah, Washington, Vedral, Mills. And do you have a different answer? Uh, just to be different, we'll go Robinson, Mills, and uh, Washington. Everyone's wrong. Washington. Oh, really? Martinez? Yep. It's Mills with 61, Washington with 60, and Martinez with 56. Which game was the Martinez one in? I'm trying to think of which that would have been. It in. was Martinez, Mills, and Washington. Mm-hmm. Robinson has a rush of 42. And both Vedral and Belt have longs of 22. Boy, what in the world did 
Rafinha's must have been early against a bad opponent. He's been so good, not great. Good, not great. Good, not great. So it's understandable that Mm -hmm. he'd get lost in the mix this season. Because last season it would have been like, of course, you know. Yep. All right, so nobody gets points for that one. How about because it's too That's hard weird. to divvy yeah, up? <laughs> or you guys can get two thirds of a point. This is going to be like the end of back to school, where it's and like one question and thirty-six points. <laughs> you guys get two thirds of a point, and we get one third of half of a point. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. What, what you just said was the most insanely idiotic thing I've ever heard. At no point did you come close to even having a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now done with having heard. I award you no points. May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> All right, you ready for the next question? Sure. Why All right. not? We got two left from me. Question number four. This one's probably easier than yours. Who has the most carries this season? Dedrick Mills, Wandale Robinson, Adrian Martinez, or Greg Bell? <laughs> Put Greg Bell in there. <laughs> it's we a lot. He was going to fill it up with somebody. So, all right. My gut I'd says... Say Martinez still, I mean... Oh, Martinez was an option. Are okay. you listening, or you just got caught up with Greg Bell? No, yeah, Greg right, Bell yeah. took it all out. No. I'm, I'm actually, I'm gonna say Greg Bell's a dark horse in for this. I'm one. gonna say Mills because Mills has been there for every but single he game. He hasn't played in a lot of the games. Like he vanished last week. He didn't play in the second one. He was there, I guess, but he didn't really carry. Ever. He didn't literally vanish. Yeah, but he, <laughs> a lot of he just doesn't carry the ball a lot. Figuratively. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean. I just say by just dearth of him being in all the games, you'd have to be Martinez. You know what? Every time he texts and runs it, even when he's you know should have done it more than he has. Yeah, and when he because it doesn't have to. And then the sacks count. How many games did he sit out? Two and a half. Two and a third or two and a quarter. fourth. Yeah, but then again, like we said, I mean, all your other backs haven't played for a lot of these games. Yeah, there's a lot of these guys have been out. Maurice hasn't played. Mills didn't have a carry in the second half. Yeah, two weeks ago. And the games in which we've had Martinez, he's. I mean, look at last week. He had yeah. to do a lot by himself. Yeah, in that second half, he ran a lot. Okay. I'm, I'm so you're saying Greg Bell? No, I'm saying Martinez. <laughs> oh, wait. We need your Final answer? answer? Yeah, we're going yeah. Martinez. We're going to get there. Hockey? Yeah. I'm going to go. I think Martinez. I think Martinez for all the reasons, okay. too. <laughs> it's Martinez. Okay. Yay, okay. Right. Martinez has 97 carries. Mills is behind, just behind with 90. Wondell Robinson has 85 carries, guys. Yeah, and, well, and I can imagine that's in about two games. Yeah, right. They gave him the ball. <laughs> yeah, it took him until Illinois yeah. before he started getting uh-huh. half the carries. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, OK Boomer has three points. Swanky right. has 2.5. And this is hey. your last question for us? Um, I, I thought I had two questions left. No, I started giving the questions, so you have two left, yeah. Okay, okay. All right, let's try to get this over in the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what editing's for. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you an, an either or um, because uh, I don't have multiple choice questions here. So, um, which defensive player has the most solo tackles on the season? Is it Dismuk or Barry? I think he wants. I think he thinks uh, I want to say Barry, which makes me think it's Dismuk. But I'm not sure. I'm just trying to reverse psychology. <laughs> Boy, I have not even bothered looking at that stat. I'm, I'm still gonna say Barry. I feel like early Barry was more dominant, and he hasn't had quite. This. There was a couple games where he didn't. Well, I think he led the team in tackles at least a couple times, and I just don't remember seeing Dismuke's name popping up. But why did he include it? It's a trap. It's and a why trap. did I say solo tackles? Because that's different than 
total tackles. Oh, that's oh, right. solo, solo tackles. Yeah, the only wrinkle to this. Yeah. He might have added that wrinkle because we were right and he's trying to throw us <laughs> off. Barry, I mean, Barry's the, the he was the leading tackler in the conference a year ago. I'm still going to stick with Barry, but I, mean, I wouldn't be shocked if I'm wrong. But <laughs> I'll I'll stick with Barry. Yeah, we'll do Barry. What do you got? Well, I'm going to play the odds and say Dismuke because you guys pick Barry, so and, uh, it's Dismuke. Ah. Zmuke's got 39, edging out Barry with 37. Yeah. Total tackles, Barry's got 69. And nice. Zmuke's... <laughs> I was thinking that when I was putting <laughs> the stuff together. And Zmuke has 58, so total tackles. Hmm. Barry was in on more, but... It's a good about. question. Solo a good you dirty rat. <laughs> I, I told you he was trying to get us. I had to shut my mouth because once you started talking about the psychology stuff, I was like, if I say anything, he's going to figure me out. <laughs> I see right through you, Michael. But I, I wanted to at least throw the bone with the solo tackle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Muddy the water just enough to, you know. So you guys are now a full point up on us. Three Woo! and a half to two and a half. Oh. All right, you guys ready for your last question here? Yes. Cam Taylor Britt has forced four fumbles this season. Mm. Four guys have forced one. Four defenders. I'm not sure about offense. I'm going to list four guys. One of them is not one of the four forcers. So three of these guys have forced a fumble. Who did not? Oh, boy. (laughs) You guys come up with these things. I have have gifs going through my head right now. (laughs) Peanut butter? Are you ready? Isaiah Stahlberg. So the question is, who has not forced a fumble? Okay. Isaiah Stalberg, Colin Miller, Jojo Dome, and Mo Berry. I, I can say them again slower. Isaiah Stalberg, Colin Miller, Jojo Dome, and Mohamed Berry. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say at some point, you know, Berry's been involved in so many tackles, he's bound to have forced one fumble. Or has he just been around them? Close enough. As long as you're around there, you're getting, <laughs> an you're getting credit for something. I feel like Doman is nuts enough to probably force one somewhere in the whole scheme of things. So Stalberg, or first Miller. Again? Stalberg, Stalberg Miller, Doman, Barry. Stalberg or Miller would be my. If I had to pick, it'd be one of those two. Stalberg's he's blocked punts, hasn't he? Or are we counting that or no? I think I don't. I don't know how that would count. I'm sorry, I I can't speak to that. Hmm. I can speak to it. It doesn't count. Yeah, it's it's not, not yeah, that's something else. Yeah. Would it count as a fumble recovery? It would count as a fumble recovery if you picked it up and ran it back, though, right? So I feel like we had a trivia question based on that last year. Oh man, yeah. But uh, but, but the question is forced fumbles. Forced fumbles. Yeah. Forced fumbles. Forced fumbles. What I mean. He'd be my guess just because I can't think of him forcing a fumble otherwise during a game. I only remember him coming up for special teams, but... Who's that again? Our choices. What's our second oh, choice? The Stahl- second choice was Mil- Colin Miller. Colin Miller. Yeah. Stalbert, Miller, Stalbert or Miller, Miller would be my... I'd be one of those two would be my guess. Okay. I would say Stalberg, but I can't think of Miller either, so... Or is this one where Justin's trying to trip us up? <laughs> See, I don't know if he's that devious right at the moment. No, so, yeah, no, just, Justin's probably more devious than me. So <laughs> Do you have an answer? I do. Okay, so. Go with our gut. Work before, do it again. All right, so which of the two is <laughs> your gut? Uh, Stalberg. Yeah, Stalberg? Stalberg? Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's my guess. Okay. And yours? If he says Barry. My gut tells me Doman. I don't remember him doing that this year. And last Neither year, he was figuring. causing yeah. multiple. 
problems? The answer is Moberia. Ah! I had just a hunch. I had just the slightest hunch that it was going to be Barry. Bonus points. Who is the actual fourth that has caused one? So Stalbert, Miller, and Doman have all uh, caused force of fumble. Who was the fourth person to force a fumble? I got nothing. Maybe like a one Davis twins or no, I don't think mm. they have. Have they? Is it Alex? Did he force a fumble? Alex who? I'm just trying to think. Alex Davis? Think. I don't remember. I doubt it. No. Is it another Alex? <laughs> I'll say well, he said Davis Twins, but then he said Alex, no, and I was no, just trying to clarify that. Not the Davis Twins. No, That's not, not a twin. Alex Davis. I'll say Cleo Davis. I don't know. I don't know either. Top of my head. It was Alex Davis. It was Alex Davis. It was? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It was just a guess. Yeah. Well, nobody got any points for that. Right. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> fumble. Hmm. That was, I was just thinking to myself, I, don't I just, was playing the odds, you figured yeah, some points, yeah. you would have, and the I'm bummed. Travels, I called us off the one question that we would have been right on, we'd be tied. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so you have one question for us? Yes. Okay, so this is our chance to tie it, Maybe unless he gets it right. And too. this is another either or question. Man, All right, here we go. On the season, is Nebraska's punt return average higher or lower than five yards? Our punt return uh, average. Yes. Corollary to my... I know. As, as soon as I was yeah, looking down the list, I was like, oh, hey, my last question is similar to his first question. So, well, we obviously, have, we had the touchdown. We have it, which helps the average. I mean, that's... Do fair catches count as a zero-yard return, or do they just count? I don't think they count as a return. Okay. How long was that punt return? That was probably 70 yards. That's a long one. I would be tempted... My gut would just say go over just because five yards, that's such a small... Santino Panico could almost fall forward that far. <laughs> God, um, I'm tempted just to say over. I am too, but 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 we've got him. If, <laughs> if if it's like me, where it's like, what stat surprises you the most? Well, we didn't have any kind of crazy punt return where like we fumbled it and went 20 yards backwards. Did we I, I don't recall anything mm-hmm. like that. So I mean, basically, if we had 14 catch, if it was a 70 yard punt return yeah. and we had 14 more that went for zero yards yeah. we'd be at five yard average I, yeah so i'd be just tempted you want to take the over i'd take the over i'll go with you what do you think boomer i would take the over on that too for the reason you said plus we don't return that many punts so that one seventy yard one is gonna skew you know your average quite a bit Your whole mean median mode kind of thing you know? yeah remember mm-hmm. stats you know yeah. He's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> he got us all. No, no, you're all right. I was, I was actually going to make it ten yards, um, but I wanted to end with a more positive statistic. Our, our average is eight point four three this season, so hmm. not right. great. But I was thinking, oh, if I say ten, and my last question's like, yeah, it's actually less than that. And it's kind of <laughs> taking us out on a high note. <laughs> so, and we end with a tie, right? We no, because he got a half point. <laughs> the half point system. Okay, for the halves. <laughs> God. That was fun, right? I can't even. We can't even win that. <laughs> At least they got to the four win threshold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we got to the four. Okay, yeah. Boomer got the. Yeah. Okay, Boomer is actually more than okay, Boomer. We are serviceable. We're <laughs> adequate. We're great Boomers, is what we are. Dang millennials. Killing off bar soap and Applebee's. <laughs> you guys are X, aren't you? Yeah, just, yeah. Strangely enough, yeah, yeah. we're Xennials. Yep. Xennials. I don't want to like Xenials, completely yeah. uh, 
claim millennialism. Oh, I, I mean, millennialism is a theological thing. But I fully embrace millennials. Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you? I'm, I'm proud of the fact that complain about all of you behind your. Back. I'm proud of the fact that we had an analog childhood. Though. Yeah, like, that's true. The Zennial, like we got a little bit of you. I'm pointing to our, our <laughs> older friends here, yeah. and a little bit of the kids. I didn't have a cell phone until I was 19. So. I'd use a payphone to call my mom to say, bring me home from school. If you hung up really fast, you got your coins back. Or it, you upset your parents by calling collect. Ooh. Well, you just had to tell them a message really fast. Yeah, no. Pick me up, I'm done. Like, <laughs> yeah. We just had to collect We out of baby, yeah, it's yeah. a boy. <laughs> uh, I grew up and we had the Intellivision, which was a oh, yeah. poor man's Atari. Pitfall, man. <laughs> yeah, burger time and football with... Four guys on the field, the center and most tackle don't move. And About eight pixels. Yeah, eight <laughs> pixels. And if, if the other guy, you know, is you know starting to have a long run on you, don't worry. Just run the other way on, on the screen, and you can come back on the other side. That was always a That's funny. You always promise not to do that in a game, but you do it anyway. Yeah. You had the opportunity. You cheated. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you didn't. What? Okay, so uh, other, other than... Whatever you're talking about, what was what was your football video game as a child? Oh, Did you have Tecmo. one? Tecmo. Was that Madden or okay Tecmo? Super Bowl? Tecmo. Tecmo Bowl. Okay, okay. Rufus Whoa. Porter incident is still oh still yeah, so much legends. Yeah. Boomer's a, a Seahawks fan, okay. and I'm a Oilers fan. Yeah, God rest their soul. And anyways, <laughs> um, I would love to take. Warren Moon and I would drop back into the end zone and I would throw hundred yard passes <laughs> to Haywood Jeffries. That was like a quirk in the game, and it worked every time. And I beat everybody. It used to drive Dave crazy because Dave was a Buffalo Bills guy, you know, with that that great team that they had back then. He was serious. He was, you know, running, you know, timing routes and you know, handing it off, you know, the times you're <laughs> supposed to. And I'm just throwing hundred yard trucks, and so I'm killing everybody. And then I'm making fun of Boomer the whole time that he's going to be Seattle. And Seattle stinks. I mean, there's nobody good on their team. And I went back. Well, you tell it. Well, I remember you threw a pass, and I don't remember who caught it. I don't think it was Haywood Jeffries, was it? But either way, he fumbled, and Seattle had this slow defensive player, Rufus Porter, picked up the fumble. It went to the ten yard line. Yeah, on my and the Seattle's ten yard line, and somehow Honky could not tackle him for ninety <laughs> yards. He's one of the slowest players in technical history. He just kept cutting up and down the field, and he got madder and madder. Yeah, Rufus ran all the way to the other end zone and won the game. And there was like ten minutes oh, to get yeah, in. It took a while. <laughs> I think Dave went and got a sandwich when that play was still going <laughs> on. It, it took a while. So. I have this vision of the little Go Big Red cast. Hey, guys! Like the, like the yeah. Muppet Babies of the yeah, Go Big Red cast. Was, yeah. Yeah. And there was you with your mustache and your yeah. diapers. <laughs> I'm wearing diapers now. Yeah, we're, something's changed. Him, uh, what about you? Did you I do much? We didn't have video games as okay. a kid. I would always be like, when this one babysitter would come, I'd be like, can we go next door and play Nintendo at your house? <laughs> so I came to video games later in life. Okay. I, I was always jealous of the kids that had the Madden games because mm-hmm. we didn't have a Sega Genesis. I was a NES kid. And so we had 10-yard fight. I don't know if you guys ever played that. It was, that one. It's so bad. But the one that I, I really played a lot on my Game Boy was a game called uh, Play Action Football. Oh. I would plug that in and play it today. It was so fun. Mac and I would play Sega Football, which was an awesome game, like one of the best games. And it was and it was it was more pure, more real than Tech Mobile. <laughs> like, like the plays were like real plays. Sure, sure. So you, could, yeah. you couldn't cheat as much as like, you know, that you could on, on some of the other games. 
But the one that I never played, but you guys did, Boomer, on Charleston Street House, was like the Bill Walsh. You guys did like some Bill Walsh season. Didn't you? It was like yeah, Bill we Walsh had horrible football. ideas with the uh, seasons for those games. Yeah, the, the, uh, Dave and Boomer and then a couple other friends of ours, like uh, Merrick and I don't know who the other guy living there would have been at the time. But anyways, they they would have these like full seasons of games they would play. Or, what was that, one of the? Was it? Uh, we did that for MLB baseball one year, yeah. and oh man. <laughs> I was gonna say the closest I ever did that did anything like that was playing Hardball Five on our PC when I was a kid. I just feel really out. It had uh, Al Michaels uh, play by play, so it was great. I've never played Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Oh, I've never played Punch Out. What was that? I've never never beaten Mike Tyson. What was the NFL the NFL arcade game? The second time you played the bold NFL Blitz or oh yeah, then NFL Blitz came along and like. Just totally ruined sports games. Yeah, that that was more <laughs> like NBA jams, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, it was like the NBA. He's jams. on fire. Oh, yeah. Puts up a brick. <laughs> hey, everybody! Speaking of seasons, Nebraska season is not over. I still hold out hope for a bowl game. I know sure. that seems crazy. Yeah, no. The reality is, is that we talked about it on our show this last week. We're four and five, and. We could be two and seven if we would have lost to Northwestern Illinois. We could have, but even those games, Illinois, you know, we put seven hundred yards on them. Our problem is we haven't been finishing games because we could also also be seven and two right now. Mm-hmm. And three of those losses: Purdue, Indiana, and Illinois. Uh, Purdue, Indiana, and Colorado. Colorado. We were up a collective forty-one to three on those teams <sighs> before we started to Everybody make mistakes and bad yeah. things started happening. Right. So we're not as bad as four and five, but we certainly have earned that four and five. Yeah, if we were record. sitting at seven, seven and two, I would hope we would be having a pretty frank conversation about how like hollow that seven and two. Yeah, we'd be saying we're not as good as that seven and two. But even the Minnesota game, this goes back to finishing two. Minnesota, you look at that first half. We were only down fourteen nothing, and we, in so many ways, the stat sheet we owned a lot of the first yeah, half. Yeah, no, we, we were... spent the most, the majority of the time on that side of the field. Get down to the three yard line. With Wendell Robinson, but we have a penalty to take you back. Yeah, we had a lot of opportunities in that we game. We just can't finish, and that is, but that is actually more reassuring to me. If I if I look at it and go, well, we just can't physically compete with some of these teams. We're just not talented enough. That's a scarier thing than hey, we're up forty-one to three collectively on these teams, but we just make so many stinking mistakes. Mm. At some point, the mistakes got to stop, and so we have three games left. We have a four-game redshirt rule. There are opportunities for some players. I don't think it's a wholesale like every redshirt or right. every freshman is going to play, but there's going to be opportunities for Ben Hart and you know Ramir Johnson might get one or you know one of those defensive backs pull a gate. Somebody might get on the field that has, <clears throat> that hasn't yet, and that could be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's definitely still possible. Probably not probable, but possible to to win. I mean, I think I think beating Maryland might be considered an upset at this point. Mathematically, I guess if you're going by the ESPN, you know, yeah. predictors, they still predict Maryland to win for some reason. I guess. I guess. Yeah, I don't. General player rankings, uh, you know, athletically, I guess they're about the same level we are. Um, I'm curious the Wisconsin Iowa game this weekend. Yeah, yeah. What happens out of that, and then what's the the fallout if if Iowa would beat Wisconsin? They're coming into Lincoln with three straight losses. Yeah, mm, some yeah. T- physical games for them. Yeah, it will be, and, and that's a game I think you know, win or lose, we need to at least just show we can. Kind of play with Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, if you end up losing the game, fine. You know, kind of like when we entered the Ohio State game. I don't think any of us had illusions we were going to win, but we wanted I to just show we compete. <laughs> you know, there was twelve and zero here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we want to show that against Wisconsin. I think that if we can keep that game reasonably close, because Wisconsin they're beatable, and heck, Illinois beat them. I mean, sure. Illinois is not a great team. And so if you Illinois. can, 
I think if you can try to stand up to Wisconsin a bit and punch back at them, they can fold. Yeah. They, they've done it a couple times already. So are we capable of doing that? Well, that's what we need to find out, and that'll be a good stepping stone for this, the rest of the season and into next year. So Yeah, and this is and it's played at our house. And unless mm-hmm. you're Ohio State or Indiana or Northern Illinois or Troy or Colorado <laughs> or... Stop it, you. <laughs> but it's our house. <laughs> <Dad> <laughs> gummit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think we I think we have a good uh, a, a puncher's chance against Wisconsin. I feel like before the season, I felt a lot better about this game than I had against pre- about previous matchups. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, listeners, you can hear later in the next couple of days. We had a, I had a good conversation with Richard Branch from the podcast formerly known as Buck Round, and you know their rushing game is not it's not what they had hoped. And their quarterback is efficient, but when pressured, he didn't feel confident. So you know. I'm glad we're playing them now and not yeah. a month and a half ago. Yeah, that's right. a darn I think, I think there's a – you know, when it comes to Iowa, I have paid so little attention to Iowa. I know Iowa fans are obsessed with us, but I don't – I feel like I don't know a thing about Iowa right now, except for they're a good, solid team that's not going to – They're Iowa. They're they Iowa, are yeah. every year. So that, yeah. that game, I feel less confident that we have a shot at. And Ferentz gets a three-month extension just for you saying that. The podcast, so. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. The, the Wisconsin game is crazy because right now, for, for me to say we're going to go to a bowl game, people, oh, no way. You go and you beat Wisconsin, Everything every, everyone's going to say, oh, we're in a bowl now. It's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you still have to turn around and win at Maryland and beat Iowa. But that's how important that next game is. Right. And we have an off week, a bye week to, to prepare for it and everything. I, I'm not saying we can't win that game. I mean, we shouldn't feel that way anyways. But um, – I hope Wisconsin has a very nice physical. Nobody gets hurt, but I, I hope there's a lot of hangnails yeah. and bruised knees at least, and 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 uh, they come in there kind of limping, and and we can maybe take advantage of that. And and more importantly, I just want to see us play a congruent game. Is that the word, yeah, Mike? Thank yeah, you. Because yeah. uh, Mike, Mike on our boomer on our last year said incongruent. So a congruent game. I want all phases at the same time yeah. to be clicking. Mm-hmm. That's been the big. I think yeah. you made such a, a good point. A complete on that. game. We have had, and that's the weird thing. We have had so many games where if you could just, if you could take the defense of the first quarter against Purdue and play it for four quarters, if you could take the offense that we had in the fourth quarter against Purdue and play it, I, I love the the option that we started to incorporate uh, with Martinez at the end of the game. I think that is something to 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 glom onto because he hasn't been as mobile this year. He hasn't been as willing to run, and in the fourth quarter, those two drives that we scored touchdowns on, he's running the ball up the gut, and he was starting to run some option. That's what I've wanted to see all year. Yeah. Do that all game against Wisconsin. Yeah. Yep. Do you have any comments, Mike? No, it's just it's nice to to feel some glimmer of hope because I think emotionally, even just a few days ago, we were all kind of – I mean, none of us are going to, especially in this room, I don't think any of us are going to throw the towel, you know, throwing the towel on this season. But it kind of felt that way mm-hmm. when we lost to Purdue. It was just kind of like, well, that's that's it. We're done. Stick a fork in it, but not so fast, you know. So, well, we were just having an interaction on on Twitter earlier today where someone was saying, um, "Why do I feel hopeful about this next game? Like, am I crazy?" And it's like, no, it's just what we do as Husker fans. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. We withstand a brutal beating, <laughs> and we come out of it, and we think through the the matchup and think it's not Ohio State. I think we have a shot. I think I think it's Husk guys on Twitter did a thing where. 
they, they went through the week of a Husker fan. Mm-hmm. Like on Sunday, mm-hmm. oh, the world yeah. is, you know, mm-hmm. so much doom and gloom. And Monday, it's a little better. And Tuesday's a little better. And by, by Saturday, we're, yeah. we're winning yeah. the national championship. You know? So, I mean, my goodness, we're, you know, we're recording this on, on Thursday of the, the, the bye week. I mean, we've got nine days to get pumped for Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. by, the time we, woo, by the time we play Wisconsin, man, I'm... You know, we're still going to win the West at that point. Hockey's going to put on pads and <laughs> take them on. That's right. So, that all said, we can finish by saying, Go Big Red! Go Big Red. GBR. Win. Epstein didn't. <laughs> <laughs>